0: Weekend mornings with Glenn and replay from Money FM 89.3.
1: We got to talk about movie etiquette because I went to a movie. There isn't much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a, be a short conversation. I went to see the new Jumanji movie um, the other day, and uh, but I I know this idea of etiquette in the theaters. You've literally come to, almost come to blows with people over this in the past.
0: I have because and I and I look at it from and we'll get to the, the story. It's been in the news this week, which is a very different issue. But I as I take it clearly from an artistic perspective. I get very intense about it because to me. The movie experience, the theatre experience, any artistic experience that I've paid money for is a, is a sacred experience to mm. me. It's a near spiritual experience to me. Mm. I'm not a religious man, but when I'm in that room and the lights go down, that's my time. Sure. I don't want phones going off in my face, and I don't mean ringing. The, this thing now that, that drives me insane is, as long as I put my phone to silent, that's where we went wrong. As long as I yeah. put my phone to silent... I'm okay. It's the lights. Yeah. Every time the light goes off, I'm pulled out of the movie. And mm. it, it bothers me. I very rarely go to the cinema now, unless it's a big event, like I, I saw the Joker movie there and the Avengers movies. Or I get very tactical about it. I will wait until the last minute. Often I'll see movies on my own because I'm quite happy to do that and I'm a sad old man and my wife doesn't generally want to see the films that I want to see. And I will wait, Glenn, until the last minute, if I'm booking it, you know, when you book it online, Mm. and I will see how close, I won't sit in the front row and get the neck ache, obviously, but I see how close I can get where there's no one in front of me. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. happily go five, six rows from the front. I'll go at a weird time, like 11 o'clock in the morning, so it's just me and a few uncles on a Tuesday. I'm lucky that way, you know, I'm, I can build my work around it. <laughs> but I will try to see, I will be literally Billy No-Mates, as my mum would say, Billy No-Friends. <laughs> Billy No-Mates, <laughs> yeah. really? Billy No-Mates. Is that, a, is is that, that an English thing? That's <laughs> a Cockney expression, yeah, he's got no friends, Billy No-Mates. Billy no oh, that is hilarious. Yeah, so I'm literally Billy No-Mates, <laughs> Billy No-Friends, <laughs> Four or five rows from the front, and then you know what happens. The movie starts, and just as it starts, someone comes in front of me and sits one row in front of me, and then it lights so, up like a Christmas tree. So, you're right? actually Billy one mate, yeah. I'm Billy one mate with one light. Uh, so, one time, mm. uh, one time I was in Taiwan, and uh, a couple of years ago, and I was watching a new movie, the new Star Wars movie. So, that's even more yeah. sacred to me, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was a good movie, too. It was uh, The Last Jedi. And I I don't don't know if you've seen a movie in Taiwan. The the theatres are fantastic. They're like the old theatres we remember of our youth, like thousand seat theatres and their massive screens. Fantastic. Mm. And and the Taiwanese are very different. They're actually generally very courteous. And I said to my wife, this is going to be a nightmare. I'm going to see thousands of phones, not one. Until, in the whole theatre, until about an hour and a half into the movie, there was one phone, light. Now, I would let that go. He was sitting next to me. I thought, okay, yeah, yeah. He started, he said, All right, I'll leave it, I'll leave it. Then he starts texting. So I can hear the clicking of his phone and he's there. So he did it twice. And I said to my wife, third time, I have to, I have to. He said, he's sitting, next to me. He's sitting <laughs> And we're in Taiwan, Mandarin speaking. So. Uh, the third time, I just took to him, and then I, I turned to him, and then right into his ear, I whispered, in this almost Darth Vader deep voice, Oh, my gosh. Booker yi! <laughs> cannot. <laughs> Booker yi. <laughs> and he nearly dropped the phone, you know, <laughs> this Ugmo barking, you know, these Chinese instructions in his ear, you know, Booker yi cannot. And then he put the phone away, and the rest of the movie was fine. But what I think, Glenn, and I don't know what you think, is that I now believe, because I teach various classes with teenagers, I now believe, and I'm not patronizing, you've got an entire generation, right, that's grown up entirely with, with digital content. They're, they're, they've only ever known social media. Mm. The, the, the teenage generation now is the first generation to never not know right. a life before social media. Right. I genuinely don't think they think there's anything wrong with it. I, I think there's hmm. just something in there because I'm not picking out schools or colleges, but when I go to schools and colleges, they'll, they'll just get their phones out and while I'm talking. And I'm not, I'm a pretty good speaker, you know, I'm I'm a pretty, and I I think a lot of them genuinely, we're of a generation where we think that's rude, but I, I genuinely think there's a generation, my daughters included, that doesn't actually think there's anything wrong with that. She'll happily get the phone out at mm. the dinner table. i was like, no, no, that this is not the time for that. She'll she happily, says, as "I might my, my phone yeah, in my hand." She'll happily get. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. She'll happily get the phone I'm doing, out. I'm doing solo business. You're multitasking. <laughs> happily get the phone out at dinners, movies, TV yeah. shows, and I, I, I. I I generally think that we've got a generation now that is not intending, I, I don't know if I'm wrong or not, but not intending to be rude. Mm. They literally don't think there's anything wrong with it because other people around them are doing the yeah, same. Yeah, doing the same. But it's right. I don't know about you, but it, it just drives
1: me mad. I saw a dad, of course, at school holidays now. And we were over at Badal Mall yesterday getting some lunch, me and the kids. And there was a dad and three young kids, uh, and they were all lined up for the bus. Uh, We were taking the bus over to the mall and the dad has a, has a phone and then all three kids and they were all, uh, they were all primary school kids. They were young and every one of them, they were all on their phones (laughs) sitting there waiting for the bus. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful day. They could have been talking yeah, to each other. No, you know, no. Hey, look at the birds. No, none of that. Yeah. Everyone was on their bus. Literally their bus. hornbills could have <laughs> flown past
0: them, right? Hornbills <laughs> with snakes white, in their beaks. White rhinos yeah, could have yeah, trampled yeah, by. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trampling the hornbills. <laughs> being followed by David Attenborough's film crew. Jane Goodall leading <laughs> yeah, the charge. Jane Goodall with a chimpanzee <laughs> on her back. Wouldn't have seen a thing. Wouldn't
1: have seen a thing. Uh, oh, goodness. Okay, so, all right. Movie etiquette's one thing. Now, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we went to see the new Jumanji mm. movie, which mm. we, we like. Uh, you know, I love the original; was great with Robin Williams, yeah. and then and then the next one came out with The Rock and all those guys. It was, was a massive box office it, hit, it, it, and it was fun. And now this one's come out. Uh, just just Thursday we saw it on the opening day. I won't give any spoilers or anything like there there are some I think there are some issues with the writing and the plot that don't quite make sense to me and, mm. as a an adult but okay let's suspend disbelief for a while. The problem I had with the movie was the language. Right. There was there was so much swearing in it mm. and the G, the gd phrase, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't mean good donuts. Yeah. Um there was like five or six of those and then there is the uh you know the sh word um mm. and I don't mean shoes mm. and there were a whole bunch of those and it's just like you know and and it was so gratuitous it was totally unnecessary to mm. the moment the plot the character mm. the whatever. And you know we're sitting there with our kids 10 and 13 and okay our kids live in the real world they've heard these words before but you know to see the screen heroes saying it so liberally and Mm. so often and in such an you know unnecessary way i just i just wish that they would you know come on guys in hollywood get a clue here danny devito saying words like that and jack black and all these guys that Mm. you know actors that you want to you know really venerate as as the pros that they are um but i just thought wow why they didn't have to do that
0: Not is it there's a couple of things associated with that first talk about jumanji itself i saw the first film the first film of these this new series mm. with uh, Jack, Bl- and i thought it was hilarious i really did mm. but there were a few times and i'm watching it with my daughter who loves the film right. she's a bit younger than yours she's only 11 and she wants to go and see the new one and there were a lot of sexual organ jokes yeah in the first one which yeah. I, firstly and i look i make a living make, making bottom jokes in, <laughs> in in kids books and that's fine but I thought a few of them were not only very scatological, teenage American mm. pie kind of jokes, which went through that phase in Hollywood where they were producing one puerile movie after mm. another. I thought, there's an audience watching this who can be six, seven years old. Yeah. And you're explaining terms and terminologies to them. Yeah. And, there's, and, there, was cl- and there was some cliches about it I, di- I didn't like I don't want to go into detail but as you know Kevin Hart is uh, African American and it, and it played up to certain ridiculous stereotypes, stereotypes yeah. about certain things yeah. which therefore to get the joke you have to understand those stereotypes and therefore you've got to explain those stereotypes and my right. daughter is saying to me why are they laughing about the fact that he's taking a pee and this and that and, right. oh, and I don't want to go down that road she yeah. can find it herself at some point so that's the first thing with a Jumanji yeah, thing yeah. the second point which by the way it carries on in this film too. I'm sure it does. Yeah. The second point, and I've had this issue with years, I am a writer. I will always champion freedom of expression, censorship. I, I, I think censorship must be handled sensibly. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in censorship. Mm. I do. What I believe is is the right classification. Mm. So, of course, I don't want any kid watching Game of Thrones. I right. still think Game of Thrones should be uncensored, but you can make it R21, put a child lock on should it on be. Netflix yeah. or HBO, done. What I have an issue with is that because of marketing reasons, and I have spoke to film distributors about this in Singapore, they make films in Singapore PG that shouldn't be PG. Mm. There's a rating gap. Then it goes up to, what is the one after that? I can't is remember, PG-13? PG-13, or, 13. yeah. Even PG-13 technically means anyone under 13 can see it, but they have with to the be parent. with a parent. Which What's the difference? Most of these films you are seeing with a parent. And I've seen sexual references, I've seen uh, the violence, Blows me away. The, the levels of violence that are accepted in Singapore for children to see in a supposedly conservative country, the hypocrisy on that one, Glenn, drives mm, me a mm. You can't see certain genders kissing. You can't see certain sexual elements. Fine, uh, you know. But when it comes to violence, it's almost all bets are off. You can see people machine gunned down. I've been in cinemas, Glenn. I'm sure you have. Well, it's been five, four, five-year-old kids watching blood all over the screen. I've never understood that. And that's purely... Greed. That's yeah. purely commercial yeah. reasons. We don't want the high rating because we want to get the family audience Yeah, why are there? some things okay to see and other things aren't, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I totally agree with you. And, and in this case, Jumanji, you know, parents out there, if you've got kids under 10 years old, I, I would say don't take them. Yeah. Don't take them until they produce a version of this film, which they may, where they take out... The really horrible words, you yeah. know, the bad words, because there's just so much of it. And you know, parents, we all complain, oh, our kids are growing up too fast and this and that. But you know what? It's our fault that we are not taking more responsibility to to watch, you know, be careful of the content they see. And it's in this case, it's just too bad because actually, it's it's a really fun family film. Um, <clears throat> I mean, there's there's violence, but it's violence kind of in a funny way. Like you know, this whole thing, of they they keep dying. Yeah, you know, yeah, they got three chances to die or whatever, and the way they do it. It's, it's done in a fun way, not a gory, horrible way. But, you know, just the, just the language and some of those scenes and stuff. I,
0: but the funny thing is, I mean, Kevin Hart, to me, is a genuinely funny guy. He's got funny, funny bones. He's, hey. he's obviously improvised yeah. a lot. He's a hilarious guy. He's come guy. to Singapore. He's done yeah, comedy he here. He genuinely makes me laugh. And yeah. when we talk about that first one, and I'm disappointed to hear that the same sexual references are in the second one, but those parts didn't actually make me laugh because I became very self-conscious of my daughter sitting beside me while mm. we were watching it. And I can bet you any... Any um, parent watching with their kids would be having exactly the same experience. They're not laughing. They're awkward. They're self-conscious. Figuring out so, how am I going to explain so this. So it doesn't matter if the joke is absolutely hilarious. And yeah. I didn't think that particular one wasn't. It played up on racial prejudices anyway, mm, stereotypes. Mm. It took, again, we, t- we mentioned this earlier with the phones. Those awkward jokes took me out of the movie. Because Mm. for those few seconds, oh, no, I'm going to have to explain. I hope she doesn't come back on this. (laughs) The point I'm making is it didn't need it. It There was enough other humor in the film, right, that was genuinely funny and slapstick and quirky and sarcastic. It didn't honestly need it. um, There is a website in the U.S. that's
1: out of the U.S., I should say. It's called Common Sense Media. So commonsensemedia.org. And I... I highly recommend that any parent um get bookmarked this site commonsensemedia.org. They review movies, TV shows, books, movies and theaters. They go through all of the little things and not only is are they reviewed by their staff, but also they have parent um, input as well. They give you stars. They talk about, you know, the age appropriateness. How many stars? They talk about, um, you know, positive messages, role models, violence, consumerism, language, sex, drugs. All the sort of stuff—a section parents, what parents need to know. Um, it is a fantastic resource. My wife and I have used it for ten years now. They—they hmm. um, they also have a, a section for educators too, where they have educational programs um, to teach kids uh, digital citizenship and and different things, uh, things about bullying and whatever. So they—they they review games, they review movies. They have. Um, development uh, for, um, you know, for schools. It is a fantastic resource, commonsensemedia.org. So if you're wondering, is that movie okay that, you know, has just come out or this TV show or this game online, you can go to commonsensemedia.org and – they have it all right there for you. It's That's fine. fantastic. It's a great resource. I
0: wish, I wish it was used more often in Singapore. Um, because I mean, they have a classifications website, all countries do, which you can look at and, uh, and, and whether you should see it or not, but nobody does. And I think to, to stretch the analogy a little, I mean, common sense versus commerce is always what we're dealing with, unfortunately, in Singapore. Yeah. I give you a very good story, funny story. I got a page one story in a newspaper about the classification system in Singapore oh yeah you remember and it's the time of year Love Actually yeah Love Actually it was a big movie came out in 2004 Christmas movie you know Hugh Grant was in it everybody's seen it it's become a Christmas staple Mm. Now, I was very excited to see this movie, Glenn, for a reason that wasn't clear at the time. There was an actor in it called Martin Freeman, who people will know now because he played The Hobbit, right? Oh, right. And he's also in the original Office TV series. He plays Tim. Now, at that time, I only knew him from The Office, Mm. and I thought, this guy's a brilliant actor. And I knew he was in Love, actually. I'd seen the credits on IMDb. Okay. I'm looking forward to seeing it. So I watch it with my wife. We go to the press screening. I was arts editor of the newspaper then. I'm watching this, and it's funny. I'm laughing. Bill Nye playing the faded rock star. Hugh Grant is the prime minister. It's funny, funny, funny. We're laughing all the way through. Fun, fun, festive yeah. movie. We get to the end of the film, and I say to my wife, did you see Martin Freeman? She said, no. Huh? I said, he wasn't in the film. What happened? And then I look at the end credits, and he's listed in the credits really high up. I said, he wasn't in the film, right? <laughs> and he wasn't in the cameo. So I get in touch. This is an absolutely true story. I get in touch with the movie company in Singapore, Distributor. Yeah. Why wasn't... Marty Freeman, and she went, we would really appreciate if you don't tell anyone, but we cut the entire subplot out <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> but this is the thing, Glenn. They didn't tell anybody. They didn't tell anybody. So they sold this. This is why I have an issue. That's kind of dishonest, isn't it? Then you're selling an incomplete product, aren't you? Yeah, are you so sure So to get the PG rating, oh. they had to cut the, and I'll explain why in a second, they had to cut the entire subplot out, but didn't tell anybody. Oh. So my my issue was, and I got the page one for this, if you want to cut, fine, but tell people because you're actually selling. It's like selling a sweatshirt with only one sleeve. You're you're selling an incomplete product, right? For the same ticket price. Yes, you are. And this is where the, the movie company were a bit uh, cheeky. They made a big. I made a big thing out of it. Everyone said, "Oh, it's terrible! It's draconian! It's censorship gone mad! It's this! It's that!" So that was Christmas. February, I, I, I became the sort of <laughs> champion of the people because they re-released the uncut movie for Valentine's Day. Oh. Right? Love Actually, uncut. You know, because of the, 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 the swell of opinion, they just basically got money twice, <laughs> right? So I go down there, hero of the people, and I see Love Actually, and it's only been released nationwide in Singapore thanks to me. Uncut. Oh. I watched the movie, Martin Freeman. See the subplot. It's the worst subplot in the film.
1: It <laughs> deserved to be cut. By off. far. And it was cut
0: because <laughs> he was, if you've seen the film, he was a, how can I say this? He was a stand-in, an extra, for adult content movies, right? So that's the joke, right? He's a stand-in. He's mm. a for adult content movies. Right. So it was quite funny, but it was by far the least funny subplot in the film, and oh it didn't gosh. actually lose anything. But that's my issue. It's not about censor or don't censor. Artistically, I would always say never censor. It's whether you're brave enough to give the film the classification that it should have. There you go. That's our film discussion for today. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.